the playoffs? Yeah. We'll talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs. I just hope we can win a game. We played them the third Word. game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. Listen, we talking about practice, not a game, oh, cool, not though, a yeah. game, not a game. We talking about yeah. practice. Uh, it's the All Pro Bros, yo. It's sports show where we put you in the know of who are the bros and the misses, the losers, to those scared the winners, those in the game, to the set, to the match. Ali Uber with the crew. Every test to bring you. Every virgin statistic, you caught up over your mystic. You removed the decisions, the opinions, the blow with the whistle, the props, the foul, and all of the issues. Every punch, every kick, every throw, every switch, every leap, every flip, every run, every twist. Yo, what's going on, y'all? You are now in tune to another episode of the All Pro Bro Sports Show. This is your homie Triple. It's your boy Red. It's easy to house. Yeah, we are back after a little hiatus. There's plenty to talk about. Uh, I want to get right into it. Let's talk about LeBron James and his comments about the play-in tournament. I find them very interesting. Uh, so essentially, the Lakers aren't doing the greatest compared to this time uh, last season. They're currently number six in the West. And in fact, let me mm. just double check that. Let me corroborate that. They're actually fifth in the West. Uh, I mm. update that based on the actual standings which I'm looking at right now. But even with that being said, the Lakers were like, what, number two or number one? Basically, yeah, last, last, last yeah. year, last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So LeBron James is frustrated because he's not even 100 percent right now. Um, and he won't even we don't know when he'll be starting still yet. So this is what he said. Uh, quote, at the end of the day, if I'm not 100 percent close to 100 percent, it don't matter where we land. James said, if we end up at six or fifth or whatever the case may be. Or we end up in the playoff, whatever that thing is, whoever came up with that blankety blank needs to be fired, but whatever. So LeBron James isn't too happy about the playing tournament. And there's a good chance that the Lakers, they played well last night, but if they don't play well going forward, they can fall into those, was it the seven and like 11 spot? Yeah, which goes yeah, to seven, play-in? To, yeah seven to 10, I believe. Yeah, so mm. I think if I mean correct me if I'm wrong, he doesn't sound like a fan of it because his team may potentially end up in that predicament. <laughs> yeah, I, I see where he's coming from because he, he's used to being like you know all in and um, at the very top of mm. his game. So mm. if he's not he if he's not into it, it's a good chance the rest of the team really ain't into it. Shoot, I don't even think the whole. I mean, it all depends on the whole league is really into it because this is somewhat fairly new. And the whole playing thing, it all started with the whole, you know, bubble and everything in terms of like, you know, last year and everything with COVID and all. And they're trying to find ways to make the game like even more interesting despite of COVID and everything. And I guess this is their way to be like, hey, let's just do a playing tournament and everything and see how that's fairing and all that. For me, I'm an NBA traditionalist in which like, Hey, top eight teams in both conferences, 
you know, you make it to the playoff because you play your you played the season to a point in which you earned the spot. Seven to like eleven or whatever. I feel like, oh, we can just coast and then we'll just like and then you know, we'll really start to really play once once we get in. But it just gives key teams an excuse to like kind of almost like kind of coast during the season and it's just like, hey, you know the play in play in is not guaranteed that you'll make it as one of the, I don't know, the first eight teams or whatever it is. But me personally, I just don't like it because traditionally I'm just used to the first to eighth seed. That's just yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I you almost know. want to say the play-in tournament, like the participation trophy tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, Q you... Jimmy Kimmel's participation award. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't play well enough to statistically make it, into as you said those top eight spots at the very end of the season you i agree with you you shouldn't really be able to play this you gotta wait till next year um i mean like red's mom would say you gotta follow the money let's be honest the playing tournament brings more money to the nba it brings more ratings and viewership uh Mm -hmm. and extend the season by about another two to four weeks something like that um, so that's the other interesting thing with the playing tournament. So, I mean, we all know the NBA usually will switch things up if one of their stars is complaining. So there's mm-hmm. a good chance that if Mr. Quote unquote King James is complaining about this and he's not feeling it, the NBA man, oh, we're sorry, Mr. James, we'll remove it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is gone yeah. this season. Or, or I said, or if you said, if this is, be, if this becomes profitable, then it will like, forget you, Jace. We know what we're doing. <laughs> exactly. It could be that, that as well. So yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I get why they had it for the bubble because they, they needed uh, to deal with the fact they lost like what? Ended like early March with that jazz, mm-hmm. the jazz game. So like March, April, May, June, they lost like mm. about four months of play right. last year. So I get the, the playing tournament, but I don't, I personally don't know why they kept it for this year. No, because I think what it, what it was is the fact that you know, like my mom always said, follow the money. I think it's because of the fact that they lost like billions of dollars. They're trying to figure out a way to actually make up, you know, what they lost last year. And so, <laughs> part, Shit, part that's like it. Go ahead. That's like no, that's like that's like any business basically yeah. or any restaurant. I'm like, you really can't recoup what happened last year. You like it's just not feasible, you know. It's it's not, but it's but think about it like this. The NBA, I mean, most major sports are gonna make their money, are gonna make their money because you got people itching to watch sports. So the mm-hmm. NBA is gonna make the money back regardless. Mm-hmm. Um but the way they're doing it, I think they're killing the players. And I do agree with uh, with uh, with you, Triple, and uh, you, Steve, that um, <laughs> that um, if if the players aren't happy, they may or may not they may or may not actually change their format. But this mm-hmm. might be a one time deal because of the fact that you're killing the players. Mm-hmm. You know, and that might be something about like you know, I don't know if there's like the collective bargaining is like up anytime soon or anything like that. But the players could basically just be like, uh, based on the collective bargaining, you guys shouldn't be doing this. You know, they could just be like petty like that. I mean, I'll call it petty, but they could just be like, really, it's 
not in our collective bargaining agreement to do this. So they right. might yeah. just fall back on that. Possibly it's a possibility. It's true. I mean, mm-hmm. it turns off the money red, bring up a good point. They're mm-hmm. missing money, even from the fact that they have limited uh, people in the stands. That's you know? true. Right. So they're, I mean, even the stadiums themselves, they're not making the full purse, so to speak, or earnings at the end of each night they normally would get in a basketball season. So money in general cannot be recouped across the board. Not until uh, they have to wait to really next year or even like next season in the fall to probably have full capacity, you know? Um, So I don't know. I mean, if the playing tournament was today, though, you would have... Let me look at the standings. You would have Memphis versus uh, the Spurs in the West and the Blazers versus Golden State Warriors. And then you would have Indianapolis versus Washington on the East and the Celtics and the Hornets playing on the East. That's if it was to happen today. Um, So that's the playoff picture that's being Mm -hmm. projected if we take the current standings today. There's still another, I think, week and a half of um of play, and then the playing tournament starts on the 18th of, of mm. this month. Gotcha. So very yeah. very soon. So I mean, anything can happen. Um, the Lake, the not the Lakers, the Celtics could step it up potentially. The Lakers mm. could backtrack potentially. Um, Portland could take off potentially. Golden State could take off. I mean, none of this is final at the moment. You know, so anything right. can happen. So. Right. Because because basketball is such a long season, you're right. Usually, usually with the now is the time where everybody's starting to kind of get their momentum going. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, even teams like last year, like Golden State, they were missing last year from the main mm-hmm. stage. But this year, of a Steph being back and they have a couple other offensive weapons, they've been able to play a lot better. Um, missing Clay Thompson has obviously showed uh, how important of a piece he is Mm -hmm. Um, but nonetheless they've been able to step up Um, and Portland they're better but they're still kind of playing like they were similarly last year um, Mm -hmm. at this point so I'm wondering how they will play in the playoffs Um, Celtics they definitely uh, dropped the ball no pun intended this year Um, But, I mean, they're hanging in there. They're number seven. They were below 500 just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Then how about those New York Knicks? Let's, let's talk about oh, the Knicks for oh, a second. Yeah, if you can <laughs> see my eyes rolling right now, that'll be excellent <laughs> because that's exactly what it's doing right now. I'm like, whatever. But the, the Knicks are number four in the East, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no, after, after what, 20 years of like, you know, donkey, donkey behind. <laughs> you know, shoot. Oh, please. Oh, oh, let's call a spade a spade. They were dumpster fire. Period. They were <laughs> the last twenty years. This is true. But they're finally number four in the East. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a, a potential uh, MVP and Julius Randle. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they're vying to be the number one team in New York. You know, mm-hmm. you also got R.J. Barrett, who's another standout for the New York Knicks. And it's a hilarious cover of the New Yorker, which shows said players, Barrett and Randall, pursuing after Harden, Durant and Irving to see who's the best team in New York. 
in a very mm-hmm. hilarious but petty fashion, James Harden retweeted that same picture on Twitter, but cut out the two Knicks players chasing after them. Ooh, pretty funny. That's, just, <laughs> that's, that's always just that's just like shots fires right there. Like, okay. Basically. <laughs> fired. But the thing with the Nets, though, they've had so many injuries this season. Mm-hmm. Here, but here's here's the thing about you know uh um basketball at any given point you know you're always gonna have injuries so i mean mm-hmm. yeah some more you know critical than others because you know you got you know uh uh people with the uh, um oh jesus um knee injuries you know ha- mm-hmm. you know with the acl mcl tears are kind of like a clay um and others you know just minus of you know because sometimes they just need you know some rest so you never you know, know what you're gonna get until the season until the season you happens. You know, between yeah, between ankles, growing, yeah, it's a growing injuries, you know, the pretty much any nagging injuries, it's gonna slow you down regardless, you know. You, you know what's one thing I haven't seen much this season is load management. <laughs> Remember our prior two seasons, that was a major thing. Yes, but a lot of fans, commentators, and analysts alike, and podcast people like us, been blasting it. <laughs> you know, yeah. they really haven't been doing it this much this season. I've noticed, even though yeah. um, the cl- even the claw, Kawhi Leonard, he's been doing less uh, load yeah. management this season. And interestingly enough, yeah, and it's probably it, it, you know, I guess like I said, because the NBA really focuses on their image and the top players and everything. You know, I guess they're just like, okay, we really can't have our top players sit out these games because we really need the revenue because we're not filling the stadiums. You know, it's like we got to draw revenue somehow. So we're going to just basically say, like, coaches, like, next the low management, just put your best player out there when they're healthy, of course, you know. Yeah. Like, I heard a stat of about two months ago said about 75, 70% of fans only watch either their team, the home team, or maybe like a secondary favorite team or like star players. Uh, mm-hmm. It's only about 25 to 30% of people who are like hardcore basketball fans who will watch mm-hmm. like any game just because. Right. Like, like, I think it's fair to say Steve and I will watch just about any game for the most that's part. True. Like that's even uh, Big Three, that's coming back finally. WNB. NBA be starting this month, so I'm looking forward to all of that. You know, so I'm watching that, but the average basketball fan typically only watches their teams, which makes sense. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see that because I think part of it is, you know, their idea of, uh, I want to say it's fair weather fan because I think a lot of people are seeing, you know, the controversial stuff of, um, <sighs> this is going to sound weird. But, you know, you, you see a lot of the uh, political stuff going on with the world and people who associate with the political stuff is now seeing it onto this court. A lot of people don't like that. Yeah. Mm. And the, the recent incident um, with LeBron James again this season, uh, when that young young lady was killed um, by the police officer, but she was defending herself, and we're not going to get into that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But LeBron's comment was saying, basically, you're next about the police officer, but then he deleted it. And there was a lot of mixed reactions to that. I don't know if you guys heard about that. No, um, I didn't hear about that. I, I definitely didn't hear about that either. <laughs> yeah, so it's things like that, you know, 
uh, that Red refers to that people, they don't want to hear it, you know. Um, I mean, for me, I'm like, you have a platform. We discussed this before. We pretty much all came to the consensus. You're not necessarily obligated as a basketball player or anyone in entertainment. You're not obligated to have to speak on these things, Um, especially if you're a person of color. Um, Correct. But it's helpful um, and it's impactful when you're like, let's say, an Asian basketball player and you're speaking out against these ridiculous uh, attacks on Asian people, that's still happening. People just mm-hmm. stop. It's like, come on, yeah. stop the Asian hate. It's not okay. Or when yeah. matters, uh, when it comes to black people, black lives matter. We're not saying any other lives matter, but black lives do matter when it's uh, only 13% of us in the nation statistically, but certain things happen to us more than other people of other ethnicities. That's a problem. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why the NBA has spoken up on certain issues like that mm-hmm. in other sports leagues and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And I think um, it just comes to like show um, Antoine and Kyle that like um, before, like stuff has happened in the world and like people in the entertainment industry, industry or like sports industry, they never really want to get involved because it was, I guess, I don't know if it was considered bad for business as we must have heard that before you know but um but you also got to realize that you got people who look up to these sports players and all that and so as like you know if you are an elite athlete and you know you're like saying to like you're probably just saying to people who idolize you basically saying it's like Focus on like I'm gonna only gonna focus on my sports and what I do best and everything, and forget what's happening in the world. But in the way this world is right now, it's impossible to ignore that, you know, you know because a lot of youth are also getting involved in politics well as well too, and I feel like also like that's a in a way that's a good thing because if they see the sports athletes are doing that, getting involved not in politics per se or in like social justices and everything then you know you're 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 um inspiring the young people as well too with that yeah but don't forget there was a time when if you did speak out on certain issues in particular way and protest on the court the nba would penalize you remember mahmoud abdul roth formerly chris wayne jackson right Um, Mm -hmm. yeah he they they kicked them out the league they didn't give a reason, you know. Uh, he knew what, what time it was. Most people knew what time it was, why they kicked him out. But the NBA didn't say anything. But when it's convenient, and we talked about this, uh, corporations want to jump on a bandwagon and then start speaking out on issues, you know? Right, yeah. Like when uh, George Floyd was murdered, you know, mm. um, that's when everyone knew all these corporations knew they couldn't just be quiet anymore you know that's why they started changing advertising all of a sudden that's why they allowed players and uh athletes of different sports to speak out without penalty you know it's kind of ridiculous like oh now you want to allow it like the nfl we already touched that one it's like now now you want to allow the players to have peaceful protests Okay, <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you still have you still have people out there saying that you know um, uh, it's still technically a violent protest. I'm like, you seriously think he's being violent? 
but you know, we're we're not gonna touch that subject. Yeah, we had a whole episode about that. Yeah, <laughs> go to the archives, people. Go to the archives. Okay. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, in terms of the NBA standings as of today, May third, we have Utah is at the number one seed in the mm-hmm. West, and then at number two we have the Phoenix Suns. Then at number okay. three we have the Nuggets. Then we have the Clippers. Then the Lakers. Then we have Dallas. Then at number seven, we have Portland and we have Golden State on the East. Mm-hmm. And this is still shocking to me. The Philadelphia 76ers are number one in the East. Mm-hmm. Then we have the Brooklyn. Doc Rivers. Okay. Yeah. No. He changed them. He really <laughs> turned them around. I'm amazed at how much they turn around. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, then mm-hmm. we have the Brooklyn Nets at number two. Not surprising, mm-hmm. though. Right. Um, then we have the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll see, still see how they, how they play in the playoffs. Oh, uh, yeah. They're still, they're still iffy to me. Exactly. Yeah. Then we have my yeah. favorite team, but I'm suspect of them in the playoffs, the New York Knicks. Oh, um, yeah. Well, like I said, we haven't, yeah. seen, we haven't really seen them play in so long in the playoffs since, what was it, that, that 99 finals? Yeah. And that was the last time they were there. Who was on that team? Was it John Starks? John Starks I, I played. Be... Patrick Ewan played. Play. I think Grandma Ma played with them. Um, Wait, Johnson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Charles Oakley. I, Charles Oakley, right? Was he still playing then? Uh, he might be tired by then, but who knows? He, he, he might have, but you know, if he was playing, you know, it was he was um very, very uh on uh, the latter part of his career because he, yeah. he was he was he been up there. He would been up there um mm. during the '99 season. True. What about like the yeah. last episode? Hey, hey, who's in the ball? Split jack. Number five, we have Atlanta Hawks, way better than last season. Um, Number six, Miami. I thought they would have been higher. Honestly, I thought the Heat would have been higher. Number seven, Mm -hmm. Boston Celtics. Then number eight, we have Charlotte. But as we said earlier, the playing tournament, the seven and eight seeds pretty much don't mean Jack squat right now because yep. um, they can get wiped out in number. Oh, you have the number nine to 10 seeds playing each other. So mm. only one of the seven or eight is going to make it. Actually, no, mm. not even the winner of the nine and 10 faces the uh, loser of the seven and eight. It looks like oh. that's weird. Oh, weird. Boy. I know. So I guess also oh, whoever wins the seven to eight seed, they automatically go into the seventh seed, and then the winner of the ninth, ninth and tenth, and the loser of the seventh and eighth play each other. Whoever wins that game goes into the eighth seed. That that's, yeah. that seems a little bit too complicated to me. Just mm-hmm. saying, yeah, they need to go back to the regular way of things, as Steve alluded yeah, to before, just, like, next yeah. season. Yeah, because yeah, I, I I like the I like the old way, like you know, if if your your record kind of gets you into the playoffs, that that mm-hmm. seems a little too difficult of like. You know, you got you got a mini tournament of the playoffs, a playoff within the playoff just to get, you know, the seven and eight seed. That's, a, that's, that's too much. Like, yeah. I kind of give my LeBron safe set. Whoever came up with that crap needs to be fired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with yeah. on that one. Like, oh, what? Oh, that's, man. That's why we're hoping this is just a one-time thing in that next season, back to normal, back to what basketball should be like yeah. in terms of, like, in the purest form, you know. So I can see now someone asked the 
the blackboard in a meeting, they have different pictures of teams and they have them all wired. Like, check it out, man. Yo, this is what I've been thinking. Like, have you slept? I've been up for a whole three weeks just hopped up on coffee, man, playing tournament. Check it out. It's like, can you say no tin hat and everything else? Pretty much. It's like, this is my COVID. Save the NBA plan. Check it out. Man, man, I'm up all on this coffee nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> like you stink. Do I have a shower either? We're checking out playing tournament. Follow me. It's like I don't know the stench, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my brother, have you have you heard of hot water and soap? <laughs> <laughs> that belongs to the man. I ain't <laughs> I ain't using that. <laughs> Use my natural scent. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh man! Oh, All right, so we got to talk about the NFL draft. Um, Ooh. This Ooh. year's NFL draft, man, lots of uh, key players who have the potential to make waves the first year. Uh, still, still to be seen. You know how it is with these college players. You know, mm-hmm. you might think they're gonna do something, but they might not. Like, who's an example? Joe Burrow, right? Who yep. was mm-hmm. excellent From in college? Year, yeah. Who only is yeah? It's not bad, but it's not like what people expected. You know, uh, it's not his fault that you know you like to have an offensive line to protect him. Hence, why the ACL injury. But that's a whole other story. True, that, true. You know, no, that, also, that, that's because Cincinnati's known for just you know taking a risk and not not protecting their asset. You know, yeah. You know? Let's go I mean, over they just suck it. They just suck at uh, protecting their quarterbacks. You know, you see, at least the Cleveland Browns did it right. But like when they got Baker Mayfield, it was like, okay, oh, it depends on the, who who the general manager is. But like, okay, let's show up the offensive line. You know, oh, let's give him some weapons, like receivers to pass it. So people will pass it to and all that. Exactly. You know, what has Cincinnati done? Nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, they, have, they haven't done anything in so long. Not at all. You know? Like just when you think they have the potential to be better on paper, like the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? The Bengals yeah. don't really end up doing much. I, I hear you on right. that. So, yeah. so of course we already knew this was gonna happen. Trevor Lawrence, number one seed with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right. Um, but we already knew it's gonna go to the Jaguars. So right. at number two, the Jets end up taking Zach Wilson. Now, let me ask mm-hmm. y'all this. Does it even matter the fact that they have a new quarterback? Will the Jets be able to have a good enough revamp of the system to actually be effective in the upcoming season? Shoot. Well, no. let's see. They're going through a coach's change, too. So they have a new coach and all that. I don't know if they gave Zach Wilson any receivers, per se, or anything like that. I'm sure, like, you know, like any first-year quarterback, rookie quarterback who takes over a team, I don't expect the team to be like in the playoffs ASAP, you know, unless you're Patrick Mahomes, but other than that, but <laughs> true, true. Right, um, my my thing is this, mm-hmm. you know, what I've seen in the past from the Jets is mm-hmm. they may or may not. Uh, they it, it just all depends on which Jets show up. Let's be honest, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Some years, you know, some years they might be like, oh, okay, cool. You know, they look good until they until they get to the playoffs. If they mm-hmm. get to the playoffs. Um, and then other years, like you know, like they had last year, it's like, you know, they did so poorly. Uh, they and 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 it wasn't until you know they got to um 
the end of the year when he started surging very late, where it's like, where was this at the beginning of the season? Y'all could have at least been like had eight wins if you played this hard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I think were they depending on hold on, let me see, were they put on an aging running back, Frank Gore? Yeah, and, 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 they, and they let, yeah, they let go of Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> you know, <That> stupid. <laughs> you know, but it all honestly, I don't think he really wanted to play and everything. So yeah, like the oldest running back, Frank Gore, carrying your team. You had Sam Donald, but you know, but sometimes he was in and out of the line because of mono and everything and other injuries. I mean, basically, the Jets were pretty just inconsistent. Period. In terms of their roster and who was available and whatnot. And all that, and and also not utilizing the players too well. That's just me. Period. And fair. and you have a coach that was just just not that good. I'm sorry, yeah. overrated. No, I agree with that. I agree with what you just said, Steve. That is all mm-hmm. facts. Mm-hmm. Um, then we jump down to number three. 49ers take Trey Lance at quarterback. This is interesting. Um, Trey Lance is one of those top five quarterbacks we've been talking about you know, going into the draft and the 49ers draft him just around the same time that there's talks that uh, they were going to be trading Garoppolo. Um, Cause as we know, the last couple of seasons, he's been injury prone. So yeah. mm-hmm. my question for you guys is, do you think the 49ers do trade Garoppolo and go with Trey Lance at number one as the number one guy? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I say let's see where they go because I think I think um they they invested so much money into Jimmy and they really haven't produced. I mean, granted, he went to one Super Bowl. Now they went up against a really good squad. No, did they go to the Super Bowl with Jimmy? No, sorry. Yeah, man. uh, they did against KC. Yeah, KC Molly walked yeah. two years. Okay, ago. yeah. So, so I, I think it was correct. Okay, so they went up against uh they went up against a really good KC squad. Okay. Um, and the fact that you know, uh, and, and it's been a long time since no, 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 because no, they went, um, uh, they went to the Super Bowl with Kaepernick. Um, mm-hmm. they haven't won in so long. That's what it will, that's what it is. We'll see, we'll see how, how things play out because, um, one of the things that I think they, they're missing is that key element because I think what they were expecting out of Jimmy was that Patriot effect, you know what I'm saying? Because he was part of the Patriots for so long. That he was gonna bring some of that, you know, charisma and um, um New England attitude to Kate out uh, to um San Francisco that it really didn't translate well while he was there. I blame the rice Roni, but that's just me. Uh, let me see. The big difference of that one is um let me see. The Patriots mystique was Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. Last time I checked, Jimmy Garoppolo is not Tom Brady, so he's not. No, 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 <laughs> you know, and I guess as for my take on San Francisco, my take would be Jimmy Garoppolo stays and then maybe they'll probably trade him. I'll say this. Best thing to do, Jimmy Garoppolo, do the best you can and get yourself traded out into another team because be prepared for the Trey Lance era to begin once they decide to get rid of Garoppolo. And I don't think it'll be this year, though. I think he he's going to study under Garoppolo for the whole full season. Mm. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong, you know. That's like to me. That's actually the smart thing to do, because mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, because again, you talk about a kid. Uh, you talk about a kid with no experience. 
Um, learning under someone who's been in the league for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, you know, a lot of people might say, you know, that's 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 a bad thing. You're trading your replacement. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Most most people aren't going to stay in the league that long. Because uh, right. yet, yet the average uh, the average player, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, the average player in the NFL um, that that aren't uh, that isn't a quarterback or a kicker, it's roughly around about five years. That is a roughly. fact. That is a fact. Yeah. Okay. Now think about it. Because um, most positions, you know, if you talk about you know um, linemen, you know, offense or defensive linemen, you talk about a three hundred pound man pushing hmm. up against another three hundred pound man. You know, it, it's I know I know it sounds good, but you know, th- but but follow this logic. Your body's not gonna take it's not gonna take all that push rate for so long. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Um, and then on top of that, you know, you got other injuries, you know, um, uh, especially speaking on, on you know horrific injuries, because look at what happened with um Alex Smith a couple of years back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he suffered that horrendous injury. It was the same thing with the what's his face who played for Washington um in the eighties um um Joe Theismann. Theismann, yeah, yeah, um, where he where he suffered a career-ending injury with that same horrific um leg injury. Um, because unless I mean you're not gonna you're not gonna um you're not gonna avoid you you definitely can't avoid injury, but you talk about you know um um thirty years of medicine now. Granted, you know um Alex Smith kind of came back from that. Whereas Joe Joe Thousand back in the, uh, you talk about eighties medicine back then you know you, you couldn't yeah. uh, you couldn't foresee him coming back after that right. uh, but but stuff like that kind of kind of makes you think like I'm okay with not you know not going to the NFL if you see like you know injuries like that mm. you know what I'm saying because I mean even thinking about like RG three who suffered that very bad injury and now he's like a backup quarterback. And he'll probably yeah. be that the rest of his career, you know, because he's not the same anymore. He still runs a little bit, but it's mm. not the same like his rookie season, you know. Right. And Alex Smith retired, from what I heard, right? Yeah, he ju- he just retired this off season. Yes. So he came back for oh. like that one season, essentially with Washington. Yes. Because mm. uh, he he, he uh, when he actually injured himself, uh, that was back in what twenty? Is it twenty um, nineteen? Yeah, no, no. I want to say it was like twenty eighteen. I want to say, yeah, I want to say, but I could be wrong. But he's been out. He's been out for like two to three years when mm. he actually, when he suffered. Yeah, uh, when he, he, he had surgery for like he was out for a year or something like that. Yeah, because mm. he, he was out for he was out for at least a couple of years because he had to have multiple surgeries just to get his just to get his um, leg back. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of quarterbacks, you got to jump. We'll stick with quarterbacks for this conversation, by the way. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's really where the sign is. It's always the it's always the, uh, the quarterback. So the Patriots, who got booed in the first round, they announced their names. It's so hilarious watching the draft. New England Patriots, boo. And they got yeah, Mac- yeah, yeah, I can hear the squad six championships. Yep. Oh, boo hoo. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it got Mac Jones at mm-hmm. quarterback from Alabama. So a lot of people are comparing him to Brady because he's he was like what the fourth quarterback in the draft, uh, picked at number 15 with the Patriots. He's not a mobile quarterback, he stays in the pocket. Uh, so there's a 
lot of talk. And Billy McGinnis says he thinks that Mac Jones is a perfect fit for the Patriots on offense. What do you guys think? Do you think Mac Jones is a perfect fit from what you've seen or heard? Um, and do you think he takes the number one spot from uh, Mr. Cam Newton? Mm, I'm going to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to say this. He's has a similar mentality as Brady in terms of like, you know, I'm sure you probably still, you can probably run faster than Brady. At least I, I'm assuming that, <laughs> but anyways, but you got guys, you got to remember um, he's coming from a system that's very similar to what Bill Belichick already has with Josh McDaniels coming from Nick Saban, Alabama to the Patriots. So there's not much in terms of like, you know, He's not gonna have like make a huge, huge like adjustment in terms of like playbooks or whatever. It should be somewhat similar, I guess, and everything. So that will make him like I guess like you know, in terms of like what Belichick and Josh McDaniels system, what they have for the system, he's most ready. I would say in terms of that, but um, I don't foresee them like usurping him, usurping Cam Newton for the job. Yeah, you know, just in terms of like, you know, number one, last year was a kind of like a makeshift season in a way and, you know, dealing with COVID and everything. So, like, you know, Cam really – and also, there was no preseason games. Let's let's face it, there was no preseason game or anything. So, there was really no preparation for the season for Cam, per se, and everything. So, I think they're going to give him Cam a legitimate shot to, like, you know – not only he already has his, he's the number one quarterback job right now. So he'll keep his job and everything. But as soon as if he's struggling or anything like that, um, I'm sure they're going to let Mac Jones come in, but I'm not foreseeing Cam losing his job or anything this season or anything. And Mac Jones just studying him for the whole season and everything. So I don't think that's going to change in that end. I will have to agree with that for, um, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, because, um, I do agree with you on, on Steve that, um, you know, especially with the struggles that we saw last year, um, with Cam, I mean, and everybody was also in that same boat. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I won't, I won't give Cam a little bit of some slack. Because, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll give him some grace because of the fact that it's like, you know, you talk about someone who, who, who's coming into a new system, mm-hmm. um, He's coming to a new system. You really didn't have any time to prepare it. And it's like, oh, you know, instead of like, you know, having some preseason, um, getting to actually understand the, uh, getting to understand, you know, the playbook, he's just thrown into, you know, uh, he's just thrown in. There's like, oh, yep, you know, we're starting the season. Wait, what? I don't even understand how the playbook yet. You know, and, and I think that's what, I think that's where um, he kind of fell short. Right. Um, and everybody was struggling. So I'll give I'll give Kim some some um some I'll give Kim some grace. Um, mm-hmm. Now with, with with this up and coming season, and we see another repeat performance of what I saw last year, then we'll see. You know, then I'll say okay, let 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 Mac Jones actually get some get a chance to see if he can actually come in and play. And let's see what this kid can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the Patriots literally have a whole new squad, which we already went over the last show. Like, and then since our last show, Edelman has also retired. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chung retired. And I think there's a third Patriot that may have retired. 
Um, mm-hmm. And that'll be already squash the rumors. He's not going to the Buccaneers. That's what everyone was joking about. Um, he said he's, he's done playing football. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the Patriots this coming season. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm the one who's kind of skeptical of Cam Newton. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, it's not terrible. He didn't, like, play terribly last season. Uh, let's just be honest. We're used to 20 years of excellence. So yes. last season was hard to watch. Yeah, it was. I'll say, yeah, I'll say this, Antoine. He better throw more touchdown passes rather than rushing, getting rushing touchdowns. I'm like, a quarterback should be tossing touchdown passes, you know. That's just me, personally. Yeah. You know? this, but this, it also helps if you had receivers, too, to pass it, too. This is true. His style of play has to adapt to the Patriots way, you know, Mm. not the other way around. Yeah, he can run it, but the Patriots is normally a throwing team or you hand it off in the pocket or slant kind of team. Mm -hmm. I think the Patriots can adjust to him a little bit because they did uh, create plays for him to run the lane and have fakes and then run it at times. But yeah. I don't think they can fully rely on that. So given that he also is injury prone. Very mm-hmm. much so. Especially towards like the um the last few years. Um, Cam has been, you know, known to, you know, tweak something and him being out for like mm-hmm. the rest of the season. Right. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be another Bledsoe getting popped and Brady coming in incident. Oh, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I don't wish that on Cam at all. I wish yeah. him nothing but the best. He is the quarterback of the Patriots, so salute the Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. We do want the best from him, but we're right. just saying, you know, <laughs> give what we seems like, you know, some people mm-hmm. optimistic. I'm not, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. So mm-hmm. speaking of quarterbacks, um mm-hmm. Green Bay's quarterback for now. Mr. Aaron Rodgers, they're amending his contract, whatever that means. Um, yeah, you know about that. They're changing his, some things up with this contract. And Aaron Rodgers said, at least this is alleged, he said this to two other teammates. He doesn't really want to play for the Green Bay Packers anymore. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. 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 You know, usually usually players like to volunteer if like, okay, I'll take a pay cut, you know, just so we can sign this other player and everything, you know, stuff like that. But if they just amended his contract just for the sake of like what he's doing right now, is okay, can I can I be honest? Is this guy like, like a child having a temper tantrum basically right now? I think so. <laughs> basically that's what's happening right now. It's just like, oh, you're gonna have a temper tantrum? Okay. So what do you do to a child who has a temper tantrum? Well, you let put him on timeout, you know, or what else got, uh, what else read? <laughs> what, what else will you do to a child who's having a temper tantrum? You know what, what let him have a temper tantrum. Cause you know, just cause he's not getting this little way, just let, let him have a fit. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that's just, that's just how I feel about it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> You know, in a way, I'm like, kind of just say, like, man, just grow up. You know, you know, this is a business and everything and all that. You know, and if the organization really value your input in anything, maybe you probably could have done more to put more your input. But I guess, in a way, don't kind of let them, don't go to the media and voice your displeasure. You could have probably done this closed door, of course, and everything. But the fact that this is in the media right now, you know, you put in, not only are you, I gotta really be PG of this. Now are you like you know, 
putting a bad reflection on yourself, but you're also reflecting poorly to your franchise that you're part of right now. Yeah, that's true. Because, yeah. I mean, what I'm reading right now um, is that, according to one report, he's unhappy with the front office and that he will not return to the Packers unless the team gets rid of the general manager for the Packers and one Brian Gutkunst. I think mm. that's how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and it trades back to April of last year when they decided to take Jordan Love in the first round of the NFL draft last year. And we already heard every single sports show and podcast was making a big to-do about this. But at the end of the day, they still went with Aaron Rodgers in the regular season for the majority of the regular season and the playoffs. And they played well. They just underplayed against the Buccaneers in, in that NFC championship game. You know, and also yeah. Rodgers is the reigning MVP as well for the league, you know. So, mm-hmm. right. You know. Uh, man, because. My, I mean, I just have a conspiracy theory on, you know, them losing because I think that Green Bay just stopped playing. But, you know, it, it reminds me of the whole situation that happened with um, – it, it reminds me of the situation that happened with, when um, the guy he took over for, um, Brett Favre, had an issue with Green Bay. Because it, mm. it was a similar situation where, where I think uh, uh, Favre had an issue, I think, with the, uh, the then general manager before he got traded to the Jets. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see how this plays out because this is literally this is literally you know um this is literally a comparison of the same court like you know two different quarterbacks in the same situation. You know you got <laughs> really good talent, won the Super Bowl, unhappy with the organization. <laughs> so oh, mm. so the the episode is re- is just being. That soap opera is just playing over again. Gotcha. Pretty gotcha. much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Because right now, the, these are just rumors. One trade rumor is that Rodgers is in talks with the Denver Broncos. Um, another trade rumor is that um, he might go to the Washington football team. They're too lazy to come up with a... Well, the natural man. Come on, man. No, boy, that, that's just that's just that's just pure laziness. Yeah, so you got that right. Shoot. Essentially. Yeah. You know. Or or, or Green Bay can just do or Green Bay can just do nothing but like, well, Rogers, we call your bluff. If you don't want to play for us, retire your butt. <laughs> oh, or retire your butt. You know, because they have his rights. It's like we don't. Have to, they don't have to trade him if they don't want to. They'll be like, "Oh, if you don't want to play for us, sure, you can retire." You know, I mean, it happened to um, Barry Sanders with the Detroit Lions, where he didn't want to play. He retired. Same thing for Calvin Johnson. After like ten years, he's like, "Oh, I'm done." So, and that's just the Detroit Lions. You know, you know. So it's like, if a team don't want to trade you, guess what? You can retire, and yeah. we can just move on from you. Essentially, mm-hmm. so so no, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the uh, Aaron Rodgers saga, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and speaking of football, uh, remember Chad Johnson, one former Ocho Cinco. Yep. Oh Lord, oh, what's happening? <laughs> he changed it back to Chad Johnson, but he's gonna mm-hmm. be fighting in the undercard of the Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather bout on June sixth. 
Really? As long as you get knocked out like the last time with um what's Nate, his oh, name? Nate Robinson? Yeah. Oh god, that was that was a dumpster fire of a oh gosh, hot that trash. Should've, that should have been the first fight. <laughs> exactly. Can Nate Robinson's not coming back and um uh, there's the other Paul brother. Um Does he have Jake Paul? Jake Paul. He's retiring because he has early onset CTE, unfortunately. What? Oh, yeah, heck. it's only like 23. Uh, but oh. apparently that's some other craziness that him and his brother did throughout their YouTube career. So I think he might be done with boxing actively to take care oh. of his health. Um yeah. but yeah, so Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul are fighting on June 6th. Oh, so Floyd's coming out of retirement, man. Oh, oh no, this is, this is exhibition. This is exhibition. Oh, okay. This won't count. So the last official match was that embar- when he embarrassed that uh, kickboxer about two mm. years ago. And he oh, beat, him, okay. beat him under like a minute, like 30 or something like that. Knocked oh, okay. him down like three times. Got a TKO. So this is just oh. an exhibition match. But do you guys think this puts a stain on boxing as it's just now becoming a major uh, mainstream sport again, even competition for MMA in terms of combat sports? I think it, it should be a combat. It should be part of like the mix, the MMA. It, it's just my personal opinion. I think it should be. Um, because, I'm asking, uh, do, do, no, I'm asking, do you think this fight puts a stain on oh, boxing? That's a good question. Mm. Kinda, uh, because again, you know, you, you you got you got people like you know Chad, uh, not Chad, uh, yeah, no Chad Johnson. You know, thinking that you know, I grew up in the streets. You know, I, uh, I grew up in the hood. I automatically know how to fight. It's like, no, stay in your lane. Your lane, <laughs> is, you know, your your lane is you know playing football, and it's like you know, you you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna have like someone like a uh, um. You don't you don't see someone like you know uh, Floyd Mayweather coming on the football field, who's never really who's never really trained uh, to be a wide receiver or play football. We did go you to know? WWE that one time, but that doesn't really oh, count. God, yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh gosh, oh, why why'd you have to go there, bro? Why? <laughs> oh gosh. So, and again, it's just my two cents. It's just like you know. You know, God gifted God gifted you with you know the the talent of playing football. In my opinion, and again, it's just my opinion. I know people go might get upset. You know, stay in your lane. You know, you're. You, it, it's just my two cents. It, it it does it does feel like you know you know people thinking like you know yeah I can box knowing dang on well they've never trained a day in their life. Um, now, if you're an amateur, you know, going pro, then sure, go for it. Mm-hmm. But if you never trained to play to be a boxer, don't don't try now. Don't don't start. I think I expect you to do well in the ring. Right. Well, Steve, remember yeah. Snoop Dogg said in that in commentary with Nate Robinson, you don't play boxing. Yeah, that <laughs> you don't. You don't. You really don't. You know, and I'll say this, like. Let boxing okay. I love boxing in its purest form. I guess you know, and I guess they just try. This is you know, they're just trying to make boxing 
put boxing in like an entertainment sphere, right? Like, you know, it's making more entertainment by having these celebrities, you know, do it, you know. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys seen like celebrity boxing and everything, uh, you know, all that, that was stuff. trash on Fox you in the know, 90s. My gosh. You know, you know, so they tried to like make the sport like, you know, like, you know, put it in an in entertainment sphere and everything like that. But I'm like, right. okay, boxing is a serious sport, you know. It is. Just like MMA is a serious sport and everything, you know. I mean, granted, I mean, you had Conor McGregor go for MMA to try to box against Floyd Mayweather and everything. I'm like, okay, maybe once in a blue moon, fine, blah, 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 it's fine. You know, and then see Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. I'm like, you see, these are like past people who were just like boxing for exhibition and everything because they had a very stellar career in, in back then in their box based on boxing careers and everything. So you can bring those guys back in sort of exhibition and everything and all that. But as far as celebrities coming to boxing and everything, I just be like, celebrities or YouTubers, whatever, stay in your lane and entertain the best way you could. And just don't touch like true man sport. Or you know, celeb I mean of true a true sport event, just don't go there, you know. Yeah. People who train for so long to get to the position in terms of boxing, you know, like let them have their moment and everything, you know. But as far as celebrities or anything or YouTubers or whatever, they can stay out as far as my as as far as I'm concerned. I definitely agree on all those points. Interesting thing with Logan Paul though is He's trying to be full time boxing, though. Mm. He's trying to make this his career going forward. He's trying to no longer be an amateur. He wants mm. this to be the launch of his professional career, essentially. Okay. You know, you fight right. one of the best. Uh, I won't say he's the best ever, but he's one of the best ever. You know, you fight him. that, And mm. if your performance is good enough, it can get him more bookings. Mm. Um, so we'll see what happens though. So, I mean, you're talking like in a day and age, you got people like Triple G and Canelo, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. Um, you get dudes like Tyson Fury and Anthony Anthony Joshua, which is still trying to figure out the date for that fight, which I'm definitely <laughs> getting that pay-per-view. That's gonna be amazing. Um, and, and there's others. So, I mean, you got a lot of good boxers in the different weight categories or so killing them, mm -hmm. you know. Right. So you can't build your name off of YouTube. You got to really, if you're going to box, you know, mm -hmm. um, you can no longer be the YouTuber. You have to just be a boxer. Honestly, exactly. you know, yeah. I mean, you can't like, remember when uh, Master P tried to play in the NBA? Yes. He wasn't bad, but still yeah. it was like, uh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah. right? no, and, and the funny thing, and the funny thing was that Master P had, uh, has skill sellers be what was it? He was on the, the practice squad, or yeah. at least he, he was he was good enough to get a trial for the Raptors. That's how mm. that's that's the kind of skill he has. Because he mm -hmm. played in college, but he dropped out to get um one of his relatives uh passed away. And he pretty much mm. went to the streets again. Man. Powerful documentary. Um you might be able to watch the first episode for free on YouTube, but yeah, mm -hmm. so that was part of, but he that was part of his story. But he was able to at least get the tryout and be on a practice squad, you know. Right. Or what do you guys think about athletes who cross over to other sports? Like when Marion Jones was disgraced because of the steroids mm -hmm. thing, and she should have her gold medals, was able to play in the WNBA for like three seasons. Or like when Jordan mm -hmm. 
played for uh, the baseball. Cubs. Yeah. No, White Sox. White Sox, which was what is the original yeah, Chicago? Who, 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 Red Bearings? I forget. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was in the minor yeah. league, right? Yeah, 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 minor leagues. Yeah. Yeah, he never went to the majors. Or when Tebow played for the New York Mets, what do you guys think of stuff like that? Honestly, honestly, stuff like that I'm okay with because mm. if you're if you're a gifted athlete that could do both, sure. Mm. Um, and the and the and the funny thing about Jordan is the fact that um, what kind of stopped him from doing what he was doing is like there was like I think a strike in the uh, MLB that year, and I think if I understand it correctly, he was two steps away from being on. The act of Rossi for the White Sox. That's crazy. Mm. Um, yeah. He was he he was that good uh, to mm. at least to at least be on our act of Rossi for being a professional for two different uh, sports. Um, mm. I know he's he by far he's not the first one, um, mm-hmm. but you know someone like a uh, Bo Jackson, I think, who was great at both yes. sports. Mm. Um, um, and D- everybody forgets Deion Sanders. Was also a great, you know, two-way player as well. You know, he played yep. baseball too. Um, mm-hmm. And I was out. I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Deion Sanders played in the World Series. If I'm not mistaken, with the Yankees. Uh, Yankees. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he I'm played with the Atlanta Braves. Oh, it, one or two. I wanted to. Yeah. So, okay. um, I could be wrong, but I know he played in the World Series. I think. I think against the Yankees, but either way, you know, it was one of those kind of, it was one of those kind of weird situations where, you know, um, it's cool where, you know, if you're good enough to play both sports, I say go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, assuming if your contract allows you to do it. Because mm-hmm. there's there are contracts out there that says, you know, you can't you go and play one sport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like these days, yeah, you won't see that anymore, obviously, compared to I said the Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders and everything. Those were like yeah. the rarest of occasions that um teams allow both plays um two major sports to allow one athlete to play their sports, you know. And I'm sure they all had insurances and everything like that. Unfortunately for I mean Deion Sanders, he was he was fine and everything. Unfortunately for Bo Jackson. Football pretty much ended his not his football career, but also his baseball career and everything. Yep. You know, and hence why not many people, not many teams, or I get ever take a chance like that ever again, per se. You know, because no, yeah, you know, but yeah, hey, for, but we got to enjoy it while we can in our true. lifetime. Bo Jackson was a mega star in the early nineties. As a kid, I looked up to that dude. You know, Bo can do this and Bo can do that. Except for yeah, rapping, yeah, yeah, but he did everything knows. else. Worth the tribe called quest, but yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> so Bodo this and Bodo that, but Bo can't rap, so Bodo no Jack, right? <laughs> and and the World Series he, that Deion Sanders played in was the '92 World Series. Now it's the Braves versus the Toronto Blue Jays. So, okay, uh, okay. So, he, so he has the World Series ring. No, no, sorry, he played On, in the World he, Series. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I think the Toronto Blue Jays beat them that gotcha. year. Um, but yeah, no, because I, I knew I knew it was something because I knew he played in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one looks like they went six games, something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that sounds about right. Yeah, went to, yeah, Toronto won four three. Oh, no, mm-hmm. uh, one, two, four, three, four, two. Sorry, yeah, two. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the Atlanta won the first game, the new one game five. But if you already lost three in a row, good luck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unless you're the Boston Red Sox. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. The only team that I could think of that's done it. Yep. In, in baseball, I can't think of anyone else that's actually done that. Right. Unless, Red, you're Mr. Trivia. Do you know of any other team that's came back? From a three-one deficit. No, oh, the Sox won three. The Sox three-zero. Yeah, not many with three-zero. Three-ones we've seen a lot. Three-zero, yeah. not as much. No, I, I think, I think there are teams who came close, um, but not, none that came back to win it. No. Right. So I'm looking now. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Major League Baseball successful comebacks. Just the Red Sox. Um, mm-hmm. against the Yankees, like un- yeah. unsuccessful comeback attempt in baseball was the Astros, uh, last year. That's right. Yep, yep. They were down zero oh, yeah. three. Yeah, they were trying to come back, but they didn't win. In other sports, let's see. In basketball, that is a no. <laughs> right. Um, not, not from a three zero. No. Yeah, three one definitely, but three zero. Nope. <laughs> Hockey, we had the Maple Leafs oh, um, in the Stanley Cup Finals. They, they were the only time they came back and they completed at home. That was 1942, way back when. Oh. 1975 Stanley Cup Finals uh, with the New York Islanders. They were down 0-3 and they came back and won all four. Oh. Then the 2010 Eastern Conference Finals with the Flyers over see the Bruins. Um, uh, then 2014 Western Conference first round playoffs. The Los Angeles Kings came back against the San Jose Sharks. Those are the four successful comebacks being down um, three to zero and hockey. Um, see basketball is zero. Let's see. Other leagues, if you want to go Japan, it's happened in 1958 and 1989 and in, in the Nippon Professional Baseball League in Japan. Um, and it's happened in a number of other sports and other nations. I'm not sure what sports. Oh, hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's a Spanish league. The 2006 yeah. National Quarterfinals, Lugano. Uh, let's see. No, this is Switzerland. So they uh-huh. came back 03. So yeah, like one, two, mm-hmm. three, four, five, six, seven, eight other times in other sports that has mm-hmm. happened in other parts of the world. So, okay. but in American sports, it's a rare occurrence and it's only happened mm-hmm. really in hockey four times and in baseball one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's nuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's yeah. hard statistically because I mean the odds are against you. Big yeah, time. when you down three zero, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there are teams who try like three one. Even that's hard still. But teams have done yeah. it. But right. being down three to nothing, you got to play yeah. your heart out. And the other yeah. team has to either stop playing or you just outplay them regardless. Right. And the yeah. sad thing is that the sad thing is that O four Red Sox squad. Literally went like you know one out of eight game on uh, winning streak. Yeah, yeah. Because didn't know, they just, didn't they sweep in the World Series? They, they, yeah, they, yeah, they did. The, the World Series. 
That was nuts. Just unfortunately, parts of Boston, mainly college students not from Boston, were riding after the mm-hmm. win. That was stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Y'all don't even live here, really? Mm-hmm. Like, y'all, yeah. y'all aren't even from Boston. What are y'all cheering? <laughs> that was dumb. So, but, but I will say this. As someone who's been around the world or I've been to certain parts of the country, there are Red Sox fans in other parts of the country, which I'm actually, which I'm actually really shocked about. I might have seen um, it first seeing when I went to a Cubs and Sox game with Fonz way back in like, geez, what was that? 2000, 2009 or 2010. We was in Chicago mm-hmm. for a weekend hanging out at a conference, but we mm-hmm. took a break and went to the game. There was a lot of Red Sox fans out there. We were surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that so, sort of makes yeah. sense. Yeah, we travel well. We Florida. We everywhere. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so post COVID, oh yeah, I'm traveling again. That's for sure. Oh so, yes. I can yeah. I I honestly would love to travel more as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean that's mm-hmm. all I got for the immediate news items and talking items. You guys got anything else? Um nope. sort of any sports news items may have missed that's notable. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, as I said, all we really could do is just like, hey, like the Bruins. Oh, the Bruins made the playoffs officially with their win against New Jersey Devils. So Bruins are back in the, yeah, they're back in the playoffs again. And, um, you know, just waiting for the Celtics to do their thing until the end of the season and everything. And, oh, and Red Sox are in first place. So all is good in New England area. <laughs> Revolution starts playing again, I think, this month for uh, Major League Soccer. Yeah, they were playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so speaking of Celtics, actually, a lot of people are mad at Marcus Smart. A lot of fans don't want him to come back next season. Why? They feel because he's the quote-unquote heart and soul of Boston, of the Celtics. You know, um, big okay. Johnny Gargano, heart of NXT, but yeah, oh, Marcus Lord. Smart, the heart of Boston Celtics. You know, for wrestling oh, fans, God. uh, a lot of people feel like he takes uh unnecessary three pointers, they feel like he's too rough at times, like when he got uh, ejected from Sunday night's game when when he oh. was pushed and mm-hmm. uh, accidentally landed in the lower extremities of the other player, yeah, um, he got ejected. Cool. Um, yeah. and just also, other- he um, he um, basically made threats to official. Well, it, it, let's just say, I guess he his, he used poor leggings against a, a fish NBA official, which is not very smart. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. I mean, Marcus Smart <laughs> reminds me of uh, what's his face from Golden State. Um, yeah, he just he the Celtics, Jamal Green. <laughs> you know. He plays hard. He plays well. He plays harder than Draymond Green, in my opinion. Uh, Mm -hmm. And he does have a lot of heart. I personally Mm -hmm. want to see him stay. You know, Mm -hmm. saying he stepped it up big time. Why would you get rid of him? You know, Mm -hmm. that's like getting like Brown. I don't know if Brown's gonna be playing in tomorrow night's game Mm because he had a crazy injury on Sunday. Uh, Both him and Tatum collided. Yeah, that was Mm -hmm. crazy when I saw that. I was like, we don't need this right now. But we basically for the Celtics, we need our starting squad. The only, I mean, yeah, we need our starting squad. I really can't think of who who would you get rid of besides the one person they traded. They should have kept him. 
Um, oh, oh, you talk about um, Daniel T- uh, Titus? Daniel Tice. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Tice. Yeah. Should have kept Tice. Um, mm-hmm. The Celtics, for the most part, maybe get rid of some of the bench players, get a minus tackle falls. Do not get rid of tackle falls. I'll be upset. Yeah. You know, otherwise, yeah. we need a center. Uh, like we have an a, actual center, yeah. Yeah, we have a yeah, good you know. squad, you know. So, I don't know. That's just me. What do you guys think? Uh, I've been I saying, mean, I've been saying for years that the Celtics need an actual center, and you know, up, up until recently, you know, they really haven't, um, they really haven't been proven that they could that they could do it. I'm like, come on, guys, you know, you know, for you know, dagger, what we need a center. You know why? Why aren't you trying to make moves to try to get an actual center? But that's just me. Mm. Million dollar question. You know, definitely. Well, going back to the original point, definitely keep smart because I said every team needs a player like that. I'll yep. just put that first hand and all that. And then, um, uh, what can I say about Daniel Ainge? Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. <laughs> I'm not calling him Danny. Like <laughs> Daniel. Full name. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> Daniel. Daniel, what you doing? What you doing, Danny? You know, I mean, granted, you, I mean, we had to let Gordon Hayward go last year. I was like, okay, I mean, he would have helped out bigly. But, I mean, as a center, center position, which has always been evolving, it seems like, because every center I seem to see now knows how to shoot three-pointers. But, anyway. Yes, mutant centers of the current league. You know, I want the center that's going to be like, if I'm a point guard or anybody who thinks about coming to the rim, I'd be like, I would think twice about that. Not to my house. We need a Mutombo. We need Shaquille O'Neal. We need like somebody like that. Like, I'm sorry, not them in per se, but similar to that. To be like a classic center. The, you know, a classic center and everything, you know. That would work with the with the Celtics play style though. Mm-hmm. The Celtics yeah. similar to the Spurs. They have a very classic uh, late 80s to like late 90s style of play. They're not yeah. like run and gun, live and die by the three, minus like Kemba Walker. And mm-hmm. um, and well, Tatum does this sometimes too, but I think Tatum and especially Brown, they're better at taking it in. But for the most, right. part, most part, Celtics have a classic play style. You know, and you know, going back to our championship team, I'm like, you know, when we had like um, Rondo, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, um, Kevin Garnett, and then Kendrick Perkins and everything. Like, you know, like they were like, they all fit the role in such a way that, you know, it worked for them and everything. I mean, I mean, granted, I'm like, I don't know how far along Taco Fall is, but I'm like, you see the guy's height and everything, but like, do people really want to try to go up against him? Like, you know, you know, my man has longer arms. Like, he basically can touch the rim, I guess. You know, so no, like, literally, I've oh, seen it. He don't need a jump. <laughs> you know, so I'm just like, you know, system wise, what will you need to do? Unless I guess, unless you have like four outstanding players who could run over the court and guard everything keep Taco Falls right in the middle, basically, and, like, you know, see if you could see if any defense could or any offense could get through to him, you know? Yeah, I'd hear he needs growth overall. Um, Right. That's what I'm hearing. And maybe he need to put on Mm -hmm. more muscle. But I think Mm -hmm. if he can do that, 
both of those things, he might be what we need next season. Right. No, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. And actually, let's mm-hmm. end the show on this. Paul Pierce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Paul. <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, we all know uh, what happened. He was on the gram uh, mm-hmm. playing poker with his boys, and he had professional dancers. <clears throat> um, um, yeah. And he got fired from ESPN. So yes, yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Let me see. Do I remember one thing? Oh, before we go in for ESPN, um, is that owned by a certain company named Disney? Yep, family and friendly entertainment, thing, quote unquote. Yeah, so family entertainment. Let me see. Last time I checked, um, having professional dancers while you play poker in the background is um not exactly family <laughs> um. <laughs> friendly um programming that's, people that's forget when, people forget when you work for a corporation it doesn't matter if it's mm-hmm. finance it doesn't matter if it's a hedge fund company if it's a mm-hmm. a school a hospital um you're representing that company in the public mm-hmm. sphere even in the outside uh, mm-hmm. let's keep it a, let's keep it a book right yeah. like no capping anyone that does only fans or you know, want to do these kind of Instagram streams or, you know, the Twitch hot tub meta thing that's going on. If you work for a professional company, they can let you go. Most companies yep. are at will uh, companies, so they can do an at will termination. What you're going to mm-hmm. do, Sue, you signed a contract. So that's mm-hmm. what happened to Paul Pierce. It's like mm-hmm. you forget it may be a public, I mean, a private poker game. With these mm-hmm. dancers, and maybe did something he did on a regular, but you decided to go on Instagram live randomly for like a minute and like 20 seconds, something like that. People mm-hmm. forget this consequences for like a short amount of time. That one mistake will ruin everything that took you 20 years to build. Right. To build. Exactly. It's not worth it. No. You know, it really, it's really not. So I mean, you, I don't condone the professional dancers personally, but if you're gonna do it, don't go on Instagram live. That's yeah. just stupid. Yeah, and unfortunately, guess what? It stays on the internet forever. So exactly. You know. So, mm. but Let's now stay he's off the weed. Yeah, he's selling the weed. Just <laughs> <laughs> see that. <laughs> see how much he has. His acres. Oh Lord! Mm. But he's gonna be very wealthy. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine he'll be financially because it takes a million dollars to get your license in Massachusetts. Just as one example, I know about other states, uh, and that's just to cover insurance, licensure, and all that stuff. And then it's like another huge amount of money just just to get access to the farms and the personal growers. And then to own a building or rent out of one to own a dis- dispensary slash smoke shop. So wherever I think he's based in California now, he's good. Yeah, he's no, because gonna... it's funny. He's from Cali. Yeah. yeah that doesn't yeah. make sense. And they legalized it like along with like 20 something other states back mm-hmm. in 2018. Yeah, Massachusetts being one of them. Yeah. yeah. So it was like a good 24, 25 states that legalized it. It was Colorado, one other state. And yeah, like 24, 25 other states after that legalized it all in 2018. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Like, I was like, whoa, I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. So, so he'll be fine financially. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm just, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know. He just, he didn't care or what, but he'll be fine. 
like you said, yeah. money wise. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, some yeah, people yeah. say he'll go down in legendary status. I ain't say I ain't going there, but <laughs> I was you know you want to say it. <laughs> it was dumb. What <laughs> it was, you know, saying you know, we're not, you know, we don't work for ESPN and those companies. I'm just gonna say it, it was dumb. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. people. Y'all know we like spicy. <laughs> that is what he said. <laughs> so. But you know what? He's doing his thing with his business, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So. yeah. And as I said, like, I'm sure as I said, business, save this money from his immediate career and yep. whatnot. He'll be, he'll be, he'll be all right. Yeah, essentially. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, man, um, I guess the next time we have the show, we'll be talking about the playing tournament, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the maybe, start of the playing tournament. And maybe doing a preview of uh actually no, the um also game for baseball until July. So now we have plenty of shows for that one. Mm-hmm. So but now we definitely yeah. have to book our guests that we talked about from months back. Ooh. We got we gotta definitely try Make to get you those. Surprise? So we already announced it. We already announced ER and uh. Mac trying to get them on the show. So uh oh, okay. we're working on that, people. We're working on that. Scheduling, it's all about scheduling. Yeah. It's all about opportunity. Basically. So, so yes, I mean, I guess that's it for the show. So, for Steve, for Red, your boy Triple, another episode of All-Star Pro Bros. That's the All-Star. All Pro Bros. (laughs) All Pro Bros. All Pro Bros. Yeah, Yeah. we out. (laughs) We out. (laughs) 